is medicine. Food is something that is just a non-negotiable and quality food. Rather than being slaves to food, we should just use that as amazing fuel and amazing medicine that we can, uh, that is serving us, that is developing us. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to the Selfie Show, you guys, where we are bringing you the weekly dose of sweet and salty. I am Tori, the founder and now co-host of The Selfie Show. I am a nurse, blogger, grad school student, and podcaster, and sitting across from me is my very saucy co-host. Saucy as ever. I am Sam. I am a flight nurse, professor, podcaster, powerlifter, and co-host of The Selfie Show. And today we are going to be talking off the clock about basically how to get your life in order. (laughs) Yes. Um, We have an awesome guest today, AJ from Human Optimized, who is going to teach us how to just be better human beings. Yeah, you guys, we took a lot away, a lot of tips from this episode. We needed this. Yes, we did. We're really excited to bring it to you today. All right. Single girl, married girl life tip of the week. What do we got? All right. I think I kind of... um actually just felt strongly about this after last week when I kept interrupting our tax friend, (laughs) Austin, about um, texting and Mm. communicating with people when you're dating. Okay. So here's how I feel. There's always time for something that you want. Mm -hmm. There always is. I will make time for the things I want and I will make excuses for the things that don't matter to me. Yeah. So if I'm actually interested in someone, I will text them back. Whether it's like Tori's getting mad at me because we're supposed to be working on something and I'm like in the corner <laughs> on my phone because she yells at me for that sometimes. It's because I actually am like maybe interested in someone and want to respond to their text. There's other people that I spend hours to respond to because mm-hmm. I'm a trash can human. But it's like you make time for what matters to you. So that's what I'm saying is like if a guy or a girl or whoever, if you're person of interest is, is ghosting? Not necessarily ghosting. What I like to call is um, leaving breadcrumbs. They're mm. breadcrumbing you. So mm-hmm. they're kind of like throwing you a little crumb here and there, yeah. but they're not putting in the real work. So maybe they text you once a day. Hey, how's your day? Mm. Good, you. And then that's like it. And then when it like suits them, like, oh, want to hang out? And it's like, oh, but you like don't ever talk to it's me. convenient just, for you now. Yeah, yeah, you just throw these breadcrumbs. Um, don't put up with that shit. <laughs> I mean, unless they don't matter to you and it's like mutually like you don't really care, then cool as long as you're on the same page. But if it's someone you're genuinely interested in and they're just kind of throwing you these little crumbs, keep it moving because if they were as interested in you as you are in them, they would be wanting to talk to you on a more regular basis. And this is someone, I'm sorry, excuse me, I have. A full-time job, I have a part-time job. I do this podcast pretty much full-time at this point. Mm-hmm. And I train five days a week, sometimes six, powerlifting. I, like I said, am a jerk and sometimes don't respond to people. Mm-hmm. But if I really want to, I will make the time. So I know that with my busy schedule, and I get it, I'm not a clean girl. I don't want to talk to someone all day, every day. Ain't nobody got time for that. I don't care That's not the point, though. About a lot of things. That's not the point. Exactly. It's like, I will make an effort because I care. So if someone's not making the effort to show you that, Mm. they're just not that into you. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Keep it moving. Keep it moving. Keep it moving. You deserve 
all the things and that ain't it sis so if they're not giving you what you feel you need keep it moving hold yourself to the standard that you deserve love that boom love that mic that's all drop. i have to say about that mic drop okay merry girl tip um sort of along those lines of keep it moving so my big thing is just don't get hung up on the little things um because that's often something that we're all very guilty of those of us in married or partnerships or you know things like that it's really easy to get hung up on the little things the things that annoy you the things that are you know okay you left your clothes again on the ground or you won't put this away or you won't make the bed or you know there's a certain amount of of course you know you want your partner to be contributing and to be equally here with you but I just try not to get hung up on the little things you know I'm gonna let it go I'm gonna do whatever it is I need to do to you know keep my life in order and keep us moving but I think that ultimately long term hanging up on things that you know ultimately aren't really the big things yeah no one likes a nagging wife no come on I know don't be that one just kidding I know like I think I used to probably nag a little bit yeah my ex and I apologize if anyone yeah actually not listening to this don't be the naggy partner yeah you know and I get it there's certain things that like okay your person can definitely work on but I just try and let the little things go so that's a good advice. Yeah. Question of the week from the listener. So this week we got we got a really good one, you guys, um, which it was kind of made us think a little bit. So how do you pick your guests? Honestly, a lot of these people are people we kind of fangirl over yeah. <laughs> to begin with ourselves. It's someone that if I was listening to a podcast, I would want to listen to them. Mm-hmm. So we really try to bring on people that if it wasn't our podcast, I would still be interested in hearing about them them. or from them yeah I I agree we do a lot of research our own research on this we really try and bring on the best guests experts in their field um, topics that we really want to hear about that are kind of spicy and fun and different Um, every now and then you know we do get the occasional pitch from some people and you know we uh, we really it's we vet those a lot though because we do get a lot of pitches and some aren't a right fit yeah always but um but you know we do a a lot of work on the back end to really you know research our our guests and really bring on the best quality we can for you guys something fun something different and you know we're in your ear for an hour so we want you guys to be entertained we also like to hear from you guys so we'll occasionally post the question boxes and be like who do you want to hear from what type of guests do you want to hear about um so we always value and love your feedback as well so if you have any guest suggestions hit us up yeah definitely we're always up for ideas so uh, hit us up in that question box okay guest of the week all right so we have aj he is an educator speaker coach he's a certified strength and conditioning coach high performance coach certified nutrition coach nlp master practitioner and a former athlete and tori can tell you Mm. that he is got quite the physique oh my god you guys (laughs) okay chill tori he is rockin' bod. Okay, let's just say that. He's an educator, speaker, coach, and he's designed a 10-week program to becoming an optimized human. Yeah, he is also a physical and mental performance coach. He holds his BS in civil engineering, and we can really get into it, you guys, today. We talk all tips and tricks on how to achieve high-performance 
optimize your body, your energy, and mind with the minimal effect dose. You guys, this is going to be a good one. So without further ado, let's dive in. Okay, well, we're really excited about today to get you on. Well, first of all, you're in Bali. Where? How did you end up in Bali? Long story short, life tossed me around a little bit, and I was running away from things. I was running away from the military. I was running away from my corporate co- career in civil engineering. I ended up in Thailand, actually. I was just taking a year off, uh, and yeah, I was teaching kids maths in English in the middle of Thailand uh, while doing some nutrition consulting and then started my entrepreneurial career full on. And um, I had a brick and mortar business in Thailand, in Bangkok um, and uh, fitness. And then just launched my functional medicine, high performance practice uh, with a colleague of mine. And I just kind of evolved then found Bali because I just fell in love with it. I kept going away uh, to Bali because it was my little happy spot to go to and found this amazing cliffside resort uh, where people really aligned with my vision and mission. And we just partnered up and ended up doing our thing, you know? Yeah. So wait, I am like obsessed with backgrounds. I really want to hear what was growing up for, what was that like for you? Like what, what was your background? Uh, so I grew up in Lithuania. I was born and raised. I am born and raised <laughs> in Lithuania. And I was super sickly as a child. So at the age of 13, I had kidney stones and I was on antibiotics for about five years straight uh, born prematurely, had a heart condition, allergic asthma, mold poisoning. It just all, all kind of stuff. It just, it was, I was a mess. And then that carried over naturally into my adulthood. So then I realized that I have to do something about it because, you know, regular allopathic medicine kind of disappointed me. And my first thing was, okay, I got to get fit because if you're fit, you're healthy, right? And oh, that was a mistake because the fittest I've ever been, I was the most unhealthy I've ever been actually. So uh, that kind of, so fitness turned into nutrition, turned into sleep optimization because I was in insomniac. So really it was just very organic. Like the stuff that I struggled with, I figured out. And then I realized that there's more, there's more, there's more, there's more. And then it turned into this multidimensional approach. So what is, I mean, from your perspective, what is it, what is a, an optimized human? Like, what is that? Good question. I love that question, actually. (laughs) So uh, there are four areas. I mean, I look at it through a lens of four areas and all those areas have more sub um, category. So I'll start with the f- four main ones. Uh, that's biology, leadership, efficiency, and mindset. So biology is broken down into five more pieces, which is sleep optimization, nutrition, stress management, movement, and environment. And then leadership is obviously self-leadership and leading others. Efficiency, that's structure and productivity. And uh, mindset, 
that's all the all the traumas, all the subconscious patterns, repatterning, reprogramming. Uh, so that's that's a big thirty thousand foot view on it. And once you address them all, you're an optimized human. How do you address them all? That's a lot. I know. I feel like even just under biology, that is a lot. Yeah, yeah. To take on. That's that's the thing. I thought so too, but that's uh, after digging. I mean, I've spent more than a decade digging and trying to figure out what is it that actually moves the needle. Once you actually figure it out, there are about 20-ish solid habits when it comes to your biology, the practices that can turn into habits and then that are just effortless and just integrated into your life. Same thing with leadership efficiency mindset. I mean, there are um, just anchors that hold you down and if you actually address them on a day-to-day -day basis, that's pretty much it. Because my thing really is that minimal effective dose. So as long as you do that one little thing every week, let's say you're, you're trying to, I kind of almost work off a, off a checklist. It's like you check, you check in with yourself. Are you doing these things? If not, okay, this, these next couple of weeks, that's something that you're integrating, right? And then uh, once you, you kind of pay conscious attention to it, it becomes you're in the beginning, you're consciously competent and then you become unconsciously competent. And that's when it's integrated into your life. So it's more of a checklist type of approach. Uh, and you're kind of seeing what's moving the needle, what you're struggling with. So you need to double down on that and then keep moving forward, keep building. There's always... I'm still building. I'm always building. I love yeah, it. Yeah. So you mentioned the phrase, the minimal effective dose. Correct. Explain to us more like what that actually yeah, means. That's so. A great, yeah, that's great. So minimal effective dose is ultimately having those minimal inputs that are going to yield maximum output. So this is the most efficient way of doing certain things. For example, as you can see, I'm uh, walking on a treadmill. So uh, I always say that movement is our food and exercise is our supplement. It's as simple as that. So focusing on movement first and anchoring yourself into that and exercise becomes optional. It becomes, uh, becomes just a, a nice thing to have once you integrate movement into your life. So that's ultimately minimal effective dose approach to, to uh, movement and exercise. When it comes to, let's say, uh, sleep optimization, like that's what are the needle movers ultimately? Okay, let's let's uh, talk about a few. Um, when we wake up, I say that our sleep uh, starts the moment we wake up. So getting that natural sunlight outside, stepping outside, uh, activating your circadian biology, then blocking the blue light. Oh, when the sun sets, that's minimal effective dose. So th those are such simple things, such simple practices that make massive, massive difference. Okay. So let's say you're talking to Emily, who is a shift worker, like a nurse, a night shift nurse, you know, and obviously sleep for night shift workers is that's probably like the number one issue or like, you know, balancing. I did night shift for nine years and now I yeah. even still do a modified night shift. I get off at two thirty in the morning. 
Right. So my sleep schedule still has not like fully recovered. So how do you like what are some good tips you could leave for, you know, a lot of the healthcare providers out there who are or shift workers in general, police officers, firefighters to help maximize that aspect of their life? That's a great question. So uh, I would go first thing is uh, blue light blocking glasses because all that artificial light, you're usually exposed to um, what are those lights called? Not, not incandescent. Um, yeah, br- hmm. the bright lights or the, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Halogens, uh, yeah. Uh, so all that junk light is actually confusing your, your biology. So I would start with that, first of all. Another one, um, I wouldn't eat. So I would make sure that I'm fasting because, again, our circadian biology is determined uh, by our eating schedule as well. So because I see a lot of night shift workers, uh, actually I have a few clients as well who um, who are working nights, and I make sure that, hey, fasting, uh, not using any stimulants that are not natural, and blocking the blue light. So those are like the lowest hanging fruits out there. <laughs> is coffee considered a natural stimulant? Uh, no. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> so wait, okay. Because coffee is like a pillar of my existence Same. working. Yeah. I got, a few, I got a few alternatives that are great and actually are less heavy on the adrenal. Okay. <laughs> so uh, first and foremost, I would go with uh, yerba mate tea. So uh, instead of caffeine, it's matein. And that matein has a, has a softer come up and it's softer come down as well. And the half-life of it, so meaning that it gets out of your, uh, your system way quicker. Then if you do choose to drink caffeine, adding theanine or theacrine uh, to, be, to be specific uh, into, into the mix, because again, that allows you to to have that softer come up and then softer come down as well. Um, another thing that I would incorporate is nicotine as well. Again, not overdoing it because it is an addictive substance, but nicotine has been really vilified in the circles of health because it comes usually comes through cigarettes. But uh, I know there, there are a few different brands like Lucy or Habitrol, it's like two to four milligrams of nicotine when you're chewing. It's like it's a it's a great nootropic. It's an amazing stimulant. Um, another one that I I'm a fan of is methylene blue. So that's that's a little that where some mitochondria and actually is doesn't have really a come down. Surprisingly, it's just you just have a lot of energy, man. It's just uh, I, I love that one. Um, and simple creatine as well. Simple creatine is actually a great uh, stimulant. So those would be a few basic ones. So, um, okay, I want to touch back on like the eating because, okay, so let's say someone is on, you know, they're doing three 12-hour shifts right in a row. And, you know, so you start your shift at 7 p.m. And then you get off, let's say, 7.30 and you get home around like 8. So what would you recommend as far as like the eating? Like how would you how would you recommend someone do this? Yeah, I would schedule it. Uh, so you're eating during the, um, your waking hours where the sun is up. So I don't know how, how people sleep really in those, um, ideally. So 
in that in that case, I guess you're coming back, you're coming back home, and then um, you're going to bed. Whenever you wake up, I'd have the first meal, and then before going on a shift, I would have another big meal. So ultimately, you're practicing a pretty compressed window of intermittent fasting. Um, and I mean, if you're super hungry, uh, you can also grab grab something before you go to bed because I'm assuming once you come back, yeah, that's what I would do when I was in the military. It's like I would I would come back from my, from my morning shift and then grab a meal, go to bed, wake up, have another one, and then, yeah. So what about you? Kind of talked about things that are good, like natural alternative stimulants. What about any like supplements or natural alternatives to help with going to sleep? Okay. Yes. Uh, the, so that's a, that's a tough one because when it comes to, for example, melatonin, right? Melatonin, natural melatonin, uh, that's bioidentical. It's an amazing substance uh, when you go to bed at night. In the morning, that's not, not so ideal because, you're again, you're confusing your circadian biology. However, there are a few other alternatives to fall asleep. Uh, so I always go with topical magnesium. Topical magnesium is very soothing, super relaxing. Um, I would always go with um, tyrosine, L-tyrosine. Uh, then include pharma uh, GABA, so pH GABA, and then 5-HTP, which is a precursor to um, serotonin. So those those four substances, and uh, I would also best twenty dollars I've ever spent. Uh, an acupressure mat. So an acupressure mat is ultimately the spiky mat that you lay down on with your naked back and it overwhelms your central nervous system and then just completely relaxes you and soothes you. And I just pass out the second I get off it. And I was like five to 10 minutes before going to bed, you're golden. You've done acupuncture. Yeah, so th- that's what that would be. I love acupuncture. Acupuncture is I, so. This is actually kind of funny because I'm. This is why I was really excited to get you on here because uh, my husband and I are really into the concepts behind, like, first of all, Eastern type medicine, and then we recently discovered Ben Greenfield, who's you know on the the spectrum of biohacking. So it seems nice. like this is is, but. I have been doing some acupuncture and um, it was actually more geared to, it wasn't so much pain. It was more towards like anxiety. Um, I was having issues sleeping. I was having gut issues. And so I actually started doing, this is pre-COVID acupuncture and it was helping me significantly. So that doesn't surprise me at all. Mm, no, yeah, it's it's amazing. Any acupressure, acupuncture, like those uh, modalities, Eastern Eastern medicine in general is like something that is really ignored uh, in allopathic medicine fields even though it is like the real goal is when you combine the two that's the thing yes 100 we, we are going after symptoms and some suppressing symptoms really rather than going down into the underlying root cause which exactly what happened uh, to me when my symptoms uh, were being suppressed once I started digging and identifying the root cause and addressing that, I was fine. Yeah, it's interesting because um, Sam and I were talking about this earlier that um, 
we both work at a children's hospital and actually one of the consults we actually have is a Chinese medicine consult for the kids over in oncology or in chronic pain. Um, that's actually a consult now that they offer, which I think is fabulous. So no, that's, that's brilliant. It's, it's moving. Everything is moving forward slowly, but surely. Can you actually <laughs> send us a link for the mat you were talking about? Oh, yeah. I like really want to try that now. Yes. I'm actually like, sure. very interested. Yeah, also. We'll okay. Wait, I want to go back to the supplements. Do you have recommendations of like, sub like brands that you like? Uh, yeah, my main ones are usually, uh, Jarrow formulas and, uh, those are, those are like the main ones that I, that I trust. Uh, yeah, I've, conducted due diligence and uh, just analyzing those those two, those two stood out you guys all know we want things convenient anytime anywhere through a computer tablet or smartphone so why don't you make that your therapy and you know tori and i are big on therapy mm-hmm. we're so happy to be partnered with better help It's an online platform where it provides therapy of all kinds to you, and it's customized and it's tailored specific and unique to you. You get 10% off your first month if you use our code SELFIE at checkout. That's betterhelp.com forward slash SELFIE for 10% off your first month. Betterhelp.com forward slash SELFIE, betterhelp.com forward slash SELFIE. All right, let's get back into the show. Um, what about is like a daily, okay, I wake up, I got outside, took my like morning walk, saw sunshine, I'm eating breakfast. Are there like regular daily supplements you recommend to just being like living a optimized life? Absolutely. Absolutely. That's a good question. So uh, besides, I kind of want to, since you mentioned morning routine and walking uh, and sunshine and all that so i'm trying to develop um, like a better morning routine, morning routine so i need i need, I need to, you i'm like yeah. trying to channel your energy to like all right how can i actually optimize, optimize our life i am not a morning person okay. i'm a very cranky <laughs> human and i'm that's my 2021 goal is to actually so i know a couple people from my gym who are not morning people either have started this on january 1st where they said we're waking up at 5 45 in the morning every day like rain or shine no no questions asked like not hitting snooze when the alarm goes off i'm waking up at um 5 45 in the morning and getting out of bed immediately when the alarm goes off because i'm going to make it a habit and now they're what three weeks into it and they're like every day it's just getting better and better i'm feeling so much more productive i'm getting more done in the morning that i would do in my whole day before i even used to wake up and I was like, wow, that's like a really cool thing, which I have not done, <laughs> but I'm like, I suck at mornings. Like Tori and I, we record this podcast and we're both like, okay, let's meet at 10. And then we're like in the morning, like, okay, that's going to be like 11. And it just gets pushed we're back. Just like we're just like not morning people, not morning people, but I feel like we're missing out. <laughs> Is that is that a life. factor in opinion? Okay, you know, wait, no, a- exactly. Wait, wait, yeah. Time out. Before we go into that, there's actually theories behind that because there there's theories yeah. behind why people have different circadian rhythms, right? Because back in let's say caveman days, there were people that needed to be up early to help, you know, collect berries and food, da, 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 and there was people at night that needed to be the protectors that were, you know, the late people. So then I'm like a theories. night protector. Yeah, I'm yeah. not a hunter gatherer. I'm <laughs> yeah. not a gatherer. I'm more of a night hunter. 
You know the beautiful thing is that it shifts. I know you're, I you think you're referring to my it's, Yes. It's like, coat? Okay, yeah. like bear, you're a bear, a wolf, um, yep. a lion or a dolphin. dolphin. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. Yeah. This is, I'm telling you, I'm into this shit. Okay. I know. Okay. Yeah. Continue. I know where you're coming from. I know where you're coming from. However, we can shift it. That's the beauty of it. We can actually shift it. It does not require that much energy or uh, like your previous to blame biology for being lazy in the morning. <laughs> like, yeah, exactly. It, I'm a bear. exactly. <laughs> like, because I'm not a morning person either. But uh, it's like a 5 a.m. is is uh, one of those things that it just it just feels good. It really does feel good. So uh, let's talk about uh, let's go back to yeah, morning, morning routines. routines. Yeah, morning <laughs> routine. Lay it on us. Snooze, snooze button is one of the worst things that you can do to yourself. I will do uh, it for an hour straight. <laughs> <laughs> I'm terrible. And, and that's the thing. There's yeah. an easy hack for it. I was like, because I, again, I'm not a morning person and I really don't like waking up early, but once I do, it's just, it's brilliant. It feels amazing. So uh, I just put my phone across the room. I just, uh, just, just yeah, that is far so away from my bed. Right so I have, to, right, I have to step out of the bed to turn off the alarm. But little, then how do you not hack. crawl back in? Because I'm like, look at how warm and toasty and my dogs are cuddled up in there. Like Exactly. And then it's easy because if if your phone is right there, so first of all, it should be in airplane mode. And that's one of the things that is a non-negotiable uh, when it comes to that. I actually measured it. I actually measured uh, with my O-ring. It's just like everything the same. Uh, like all the other variables were the same. And then... Uh, Wi-Fi and 4G on, and then Wi-Fi and 4G off. It had about 10 to 15 minute deep sleep difference uh, in average of yeah, uh, three days. So, yeah. yeah, I would, I would really, really, really. That's like, that's like a, one of the things helps you wind down. First of all, when you go before you go to bed, like I have a. Everybody has wake up alarm. Very few people have go to bed alarm. I do. So that's one I of the have things. a go-to-bed alarm. Good. Like I, when I got my new iPhone and it gave you that option for like tracking your sleep and all that shit. No, like I set a go. Like the problem is my go-to-bed alarm is at one a.m. But <laughs> yeah, for yeah, me yeah. that was like an improvement because I was like, oh, I normally go to bed at like two something in the morning. So I was like, I'm gonna like go to bed at one and get a great night's sleep. But I like no, I, I, I gotta do better. That's good. That's good. That, that kind of triggers the cascade of events and. Um, practices that you do before you go to bed for example for me it's i flip it into airplane mode so i'm not using my phone anymore uh drink some water take a shower start reading uh take my sleep supplements lay down on an acupressure mat i'm out how do you feel about like lighting at night um as far as like light like how do you how do you handle this i have like dark dark blue blockers and uh in my bedroom uh i have red lights only she or very loves like the a, red light red we were talking about this. i want to take you upstairs That's, and show you i have re- we have red light bulbs in our bedside lights yes. we, and then we also have a salt rock lamp thank you very much yes love that thing i made fun of her I for both that. of them but i'm gonna that. eat That's my one words of the things that, yeah. <laughs> thank you well okay and it, you know what's interesting is because we you don't talk about that yeah <laughs> I'm a raccoon. Like, if I could be any animal, I'm like a raccoon. Like, I'm up at night. I have dark bags under my eyes. I'm cute but chubby. Will fight you, and I eat snacks out of the trash can. Like, I'm literally a raccoon. But this is my life. I gotta 
do better this year. So, okay, Tori has the red lights. What is yes. what are what does that even mean? Yeah, can you explain it so, for people? Because I made fun absolutely. of her. She, she did. Yeah. Make, everyone fun makes fun of me, but I love it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, you see, uh, when it comes to our circadian biology, light in general, artificial light in general, it actually confuses our brain and gives us a wrong signal that it's daytime. Because when you think about it, our ancestors, I mean, they did have fire, right? But uh, that's like a very soft, soft light. And when it comes to these artificial LEDs, uh, they're giving your brain a signal to stop producing melatonin and actually trigger cortisol. So that's something that you definitely don't want to do before you go into bed. So uh, having that, those warm incandescent lights that are Edison light bulbs or red lights, those are, those are really great options to have. And I actually have, for example, in my living room, I don't really have um, incandescent lights. So the, the lighting is pretty soft. However, I still put on blue light blocking glasses, like very dark ones, red ones. And they're, I like Rat Optics, the brand, or uh, another one of my favorites is Blue Blocks, BLU Blocks, BLOX, I believe. So, yeah, definitely, definitely blue light blocking glasses. I was going to ask how you feel about um, TV and phones in the bedroom in general. Oh, uh, not existent. No. <laughs> I, you will be proud of me for this one. I, I do not have a TV in my bedroom. See, that, that's hard for me. That is a hard one. No, I hung a mirror up over my um, dresser where I used to always, my entire life, I've always had a TV above my dresser because it's like, mm -hmm. all right, especially if like someone comes over and you're like Netflix and chill or do whatever you got to do. I don't know. <laughs> but I was like, no, we're not going to, like, I don't have a TV in my bedroom. Yeah. I have a like mirror up and then it's like kind of nice because it's like you see it and you're like, go to sleep. <laughs> Look at yourself. But, but yeah. It's for two but, things only. Sleep and sex. That's it. Yes. <laughs> Yes, though that should only be the like reason that you're in bed yeah. like you shouldn't be scrolling through your phone in bed which i one am terrible at or just like using tv to fall asleep or watching tv in bed like i watch t when i don't watch a lot of tv i'm actually obviously more into podcasts like when i get ready i listen to podcasts yeah, and things like that i i don't even have cable so i watch a very minimal amount of tv but if i'm gonna watch a movie or something it's in the living room on the couch and then it's like TV off time to go to bed. Like right. that is the one thing that I actually am good about is not having a TV in the bedroom. And that's the thing. That's amazing actually. But uh, one of the things is that I read on my phone. So um, I have like an Iris software on my phone, Iris mini that ultimately uh, turns my screen reddish. And then I have blue blocking glasses. So double protection you know, to, <laughs> to, actually, to wind down and not um, stimulate me. So that would be one of the things. Oh, we gotta go. We go gotta back, go, go back. Go back. Go back. Yeah. Morning routine. Yeah. Yes. yeah. I, want, I want the morning routine because I want to be on. better. I want to yeah. be a better morning okay. person in 2021. Okay. Word. So first thing that I do when I wake up, I step outside. Step outside with as little clothes on as possible. Mm. You know? so, I'm so, here uh, for this. Yeah. Terry loves. I love a naked moment. moment. Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> having that, having that sun exposure, that natural light. Uh, and just waking your body up naturally. That's one of the best things that you can do. Uh, step number two, straight into my kitchen, uh, grab some water, rehydrate. We lose so much water through respiration when we while we sleep. So I believe um, like an ounce of water per every 10-ish pounds 
of your body weight. So um, that's like a rule of thumb. I just throw in uh, some cream of tartar and um, Celtic sea salt, which is so cream of tartar for potassium, um, Celtic sea salt for sodium and all the amazing minerals there, and just pound water. Next thing that I do is um, drain my drain my lymph. So I just do some jump rope or just simply jumping around. Some people do trampoline, uh, rebound, or what have you. Uh, so for, for like a minute or two. Get, the owner of my gym body. has a trampoline in his backyard. And I'm like, is, we that's totally the coolest thing ever yeah. to have like a trampoline as an yeah. adult. No, yeah, it's great. It's amazing. So that, that wakes you up, gets you moving, drains your uh, lymph, uh, just cleans, cleans you. So uh, it's, it's absolutely fantastic. Uh, then some sort of a mindset slash medit- meditative practice. So I personally do Vipassana. And um, again, it's not every morning for an hour, but uh, most mornings. So one hour for me to, to meditate, to connect with what's happening and to clean all that, all that stuff out, you know, and some sort of a mindset practice as well. Uh, I have something that I call morning formula. It's more of a vision board type of thing of reminding myself who I am, who I want to be and the direction that I'm going. So those would be like the main checklist. And then cold showers are another yes. great thing. So if you have a, yeah, if you have trouble sleeping or if you have trouble waking up, well, that's definitely going to wake you up. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny. Cause so Jacob and I, you know, we obviously we were following the sort of the Bren Greenfield way we've read boundless or getting through boundless. It's a huge book. It's a great, I don't know yeah, if it's, it's a great, great book. Read. And so now, of course, he wants to buy the ice freezer or the freezer that you can put. And he wants like, this is like literally we're manifesting it. He wants to do it. But, you know, to do the cold plunge in the morning when he wakes up, like that's like literally our goal. So you guys have a chili pan? No, but we probably should. I tried to get one because they were giving away free chili mattresses to healthcare workers during the pandemic. Yes. And I signed up everyone in my department like there's only 10 of us or whatever we all signed up and i was like i'm gonna get a free chili mat wait what is it for people for audience what is it awesome ultimately it's a mattress stopper that circulates water and if you're especially if you're sleeping with a partner usually ladies like it a bit warmer whereas guys like it a bit cooler so you can actually take care of your side of the bed and have it cooler than you that your partner would yeah. like to. It's and dual then climate control. Both of you are getting amazing sleep. Yeah. Wait, so, but okay. It's like a cooling mattress for adults. Okay, but the, uh, let's talk about this really quick because uh, sleeping isn't your body. You're supposed to be on the cooler side when you're sleeping. Is that correct? Absolutely. Yeah. Yet, ladies still like it. Like your core body temperature is naturally a little bit lower um, because of metabolism. Um, uh, there, are, there are a lot of factors, but generally, yeah. that's a general rule of thumb. Yeah. That's so interesting. Okay, I want to talk about this really quick because I want to know what it is just for my own selfishness. Okay, so you're an L an NLP master practitioner. Can Correct. you can you dive into what that is and explain that a little bit? Sure. So that's neurolinguistic programming. That's ultimately uh, what we do to work on the subconscious mind. Our subconscious is actually running the game. Like our conscious mind is stepping in. I would say not that often. <laughs> so I, always, uh, I would say 15% of the time. And the rest of it is run by our subconscious patterns. So neuro-linguistic programming uh, ultimately has 
a framework to reprogram the subconscious patterns that are not serving you. And that's just one of the things. Uh, it's fairly basic uh, when it comes to when it comes to practicing it. Yet you feel and experience profound results. So there are, there are a bunch of modalities when it comes to reprogramming the subconscious from meditation to hypnotherapy to neurolinguistic programming. It's just all about understanding the workings of the subconscious mind. So. That's, so is this like, fine. would that be applied to like addiction, anxiety or things like that? Are those the kinds of things that you're targeting? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm not really less with addiction and anxiety. I do. I have helped and going back into like the deep, deep, deep rooted patterns where it takes, it takes a little bit of time. So EMDR also uh, trained to be an EMDR practitioner. Uh, so that's eye movement, uh, the processing and, and desensitization and reprocessing uh so that's because when you think about it when it comes to, to optimization that's where ultimately i came to the point that i came to once we have our body taken care of once our biology is properly working once we have all the other uh, boxes checked the last thing that we need to address or sometimes it's the first one is our subconscious mind our self-sabotaging patterns our never-ending you know, uh, inner chatter that is not serving us. And our mind is a powerful tool. I mean, it's the most powerful So you tool. mentioned like meditation as part of your morning routine. And it's something I've like looked into doing and I've kind of dabbled in, but I haven't really committed to an actual routine. But that's another one of like my goals this year with trying to get a better morning routine and be a morning person is to actually start meditating so can you give any people advice that are have not ever meditated about how to maybe get into it for sure i'm more of a hardcore kind of person and uh, most people who have never meditated when they start meditating they start with like a simple mindfulness practice for 10 minutes and uh they're they're trying to you know not think about things because that's what they're telling them. Uh, that's what I do, do the whole right? time. Or I'm like, I'm meditating. Stop thinking. Stop thinking. Stop thinking. And I'm like, this is yeah, not exactly. how you're exactly. And that's, to do it. That's a problem. Because uh, the point of meditation, the real point of meditation is to learn to see things as they are, not as you want them to be. And become at a cause, not at an effect. So uh, my, my mentor... A dear friend, uh, he says that yeah, our mind is like a like a dog. If you don't train it, it just shits everywhere. And uh, so, actually, what I would recommend for for beginners uh, now, there my colleagues actually are offering this online for completely free, and it's called vipassana. So vipassana means seeing things clearly, ultimately, uh, and it's uh, it's an ancient meditative practice that. Ultimately, Buddha practice and passed on is just like it has a bit more more layers to it, right? Uh, and they're teaching it online to people. Like the actual practice is supposed to be ten days. So uh, last year I went to two ten day sound meditation retreats. Uh, and but you don't have to start like just all in if you have time. If you can make time, I w I couldn't recommend it more. It's like the plant medicine journeys and other amazing stuff that I've done in the past does not even come close to doing that for 10 days. So uh, I would highly, highly, highly recommend it. 
Uh, so it's Vipassana online. Uh, Vipassana is spelled V-I-P-A-S-S-A-N-A online.com. And again, it's completely free. Uh, you can actually do like two, six or all full on uh, hours a day. Uh, and that's the best entrance point to. We need, we need to try this. Yeah. What about, is couldn't there an app more. that you could recommend for someone who's wanting to start? I wouldn't mess with apps. Uh, but, uh, really like to track it. I like Insight Timer uh, to just uh, track it because I, I think I logged about 870-ish days in a row at this point uh, on that app. Uh, it's just something that helps me track things. But in terms of guided meditations, I would just go straight to that um, Vipassana course. First of all, you're going to learn so much more about your mind. You're going to learn so much more about trauma patterns and reprogramming your mind and how to see things clearly. Because ultimately, it's like, why live in an illusion, which we oftentimes do when we're avoiding reality, hypnotizing ourselves into things that don't serve us. So that helps us to simply see things as they are. So like so. even just continuing on with that, just right. about um, mental energy. Oh, yeah. Like a lot of us even just struggle with that. What are some like skills or tips you can offer to improve mental energy and just clarity? Mental energy, it's, it's a few things. Basics are blood sugar fluctuations or lack thereof. You want to avoid, you want to keep your blood sugar stable for as soon as, uh, as much as possible throughout the day. Because... The more blood sugar fluctuations we have, the more cell damage happens, the more it's one of the theories of aging is ultimately uh, around blood sugar fluctuations. So I, I am making sure for as much as I can to keep my blood sugar stable. And uh, that comes with whole foods nutrition, high quality whole foods nutrition. When it comes to supplementing, it's just the basics, A, D, E, and K, those fat soluble vitamins should be in everybody's supplement box. Um, additionally, I would definitely eat grass-fed, grass-finished, high-quality organ meats at least once a week, whether it's, yeah, whether it's uh, liver or hearts or stuff, stuff like that. That's, those are nature's multivitamins. Offals or organ meats are nature's multivitamins, and they have most micronutrients and vitamins per ounce um, as compared to any other food on the planet. See, yeah. I'm convinced I feed my dogs better than I feed myself. There we because go. I give there we them. Go, <laughs> yeah. No, honestly, I think that I would be like. What, is, what do so you feed them? They get, it's human grade quality food, but they get like organ meats. They get um, like vegetables yeah. and meat and then some like fish oil or some yeah. sort of, and that's it. Like there's no. You should be eating that. Yeah. It, right. there, it is not like processed food. Like I could, it's human grade. I could eat my, my Wait, it comes so frozen. If you have I'm a like, suggestion. My dogs eat better than I do. I want to know how to implement this. Okay. So like how, how would you prepare these like you know let's say you're getting liver. liver or what what are some good suggestions you could have just kind of implement that mm -hmm. uh, first of all i really like chicken hearts uh, so pasture raised chicken hearts they're actually surprisingly delicious i was not i was kind of a bit eh, i'm not sure they're, 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 they're absolutely fantastic it's just once you go past the uh past that texture component because when you think about it it's like we have been really accustomed to eating chicken breasts that are right. i call them white breads of animal proteins they're they're, they're, they're not I great hate they're chicken breasts muscle, muscle meat, yeah. 
crappy muscle meats with crappy amino acid ratios that have no dark meats in them. I, I'm really not a fan of them at I all. I hate chicken I breast. Barely... I feel so validated. I like won't eat it. I'm like, it's dry. I have to drink water just to swallow it and choke it down. <laughs> I don't even think it tastes good. I don't understand the chicken breasts thing. That is to me is like, no, it's just, it's just because of the little visual component because it's, it looks pretty neutral. I hate uh, so it. <laughs> we, we, we've just been domesticated for no yeah, reason. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would agree with that. Okay, so chicken hearts, what's another one? Yeah, chicken hearts, like I, I cook them in grass-fed butter and some garlic that are just oh, i'll eat anything oh. if it's with grass-fed yeah. like butter yeah. and with some thyme in there oh i would totally do that okay so yes. Tori and i are gonna have one day where we just wake up early we're gonna do all- we're gonna like do a whole <laughs> human optimized day and we're, we're gonna, gonna record it and we're gonna tell you that we we're gonna it. wake up early we're gonna go like on a walk we're gonna come back and like meditate and then we're gonna eat like okay, wait, we're gonna chi- make these chicken i want to know chicken hearts and then what else uh, there was another i go for beef liver uh beef liver so I, that's not I, that's less palatable or a uh, chicken liver is fine as well, but uh, usually liver is less palatable. So I also cook it in grass fed butter and uh, toss some garlic in there and put some mustard on top to kind of mask the flavor. Um, mustard and truffle oil. That, those are two things. But, I think yeah. I'm more interested <laughs> in trying the, the chicken heart first Ooh. than the liver. Okay. Wait, um, how do you feel about bone broth? Amazing. Oh yeah, that, that's another one. Oh, yeah. I'm a absolutely- big bone broth gal. Yeah. Okay. It's it's hard though. Okay, because I have tried it because we have a really great place here in LA. It's really gamey. Do you have any recommendations of like I a like good it. bone broth? <laughs> I actually. Um, so I'm spoiled. Uh, you know, I had when I lived in Bangkok. Um, I had my friend had a cafe that it was just around bone broth. It's called it was called Genius Bar, and now uh, I also have uh, have one that is that is like very well boiled down ultimately i would just make it myself uh let it simmer for 24 hours yeah on the there's stove. a lot of recipes that's a good down, idea down some, some bones and then you can actually uh like blend it blend them together and it's like there's so much for for women especially you guys you guys gotta know that it's so much collagen in there like for, your skin is gonna be glowing yeah i yeah, love that know. i'll take that hack yes please <laughs> Right. No. I'm going to be such a better human after this yeah. podcast episode because I'm not getting any younger. I need all the collagen I can get. Yes, exactly. Wait, so bone broth, can you maybe dabble into that? Okay, so the coll- the benefits of it. Like, what are the supposed benefits behind, you know, consuming bone broth? Yeah, uh, a lot of collagen in there. Uh, plus amino acid balance. Uh, again, that's something that we do not have uh, these these days because we don't get enough good foods into our into our system so uh that's something that balances your amino acid ratios as well and for recovery for muscle building for connective tissue it's it has like the list is super long so drink bone broth <laughs> no, i want to know any other supplements that i, I was gonna say i want to actually do a full picture like nutrition i i kind of feel like because we we're touching on a lot of different things but I'd love to hear your insight on just nutrition in general. Like a full and, day of eating. Yeah. Would include what? Like ideal for an optimized human full day of eating. Yeah. I personally start with something very high fat, uh, moderate protein in the morning to keep my blood sugar stable. So uh, actually I train my body to feed off of fats and produce. I'm pretty sure I'm, uh, I, I stopped measuring at this point, but when I wake up, I'm usually in a mild ketosis because um, because my body resets 
and starts, I fast for at least 13 to 17 hours, depending on my activity levels. So if I'm more active, I'm going to, um, I'm going to fast for about 13, at least 13. And if I'm less active, I'm going to extend that to 17. Uh, then have like a 24 hour fast a few times a month. And uh, from, I don't know, breakfast to breakfast, dinner to dinner, whatever works for, for you. And then I would do three uh, yearly or three quarterly, not quarterly, every four months, every year, <laughs> I do three fasts that are extended ones, like a five day fast. Ooh. Yeah. Do you, what so, do you, uh, what do you, like, do you just consume liquid during that time or what do you consume during those fasts? I, I, I used to do just water fasts, uh, but then I, I found this guy, Vulture Longo, and his fasting mimicking diet protocol, which is ultimately like it's so low in protein that it tricks your body into thinking that uh, you're actually fasting. And so it goes through the beneficial processes of fasting and um, you're getting the benefits while you're still able to eat. Okay, so I want to go on the complete opposite end of this and I would love your insight or your opinion on this. How do you feel about all of this push for juice cleanses and celery juice and like, no. what are your thoughts on this? Yeah. I'm against it. I'm against it. I'm not it. a fan I know, of that I, stuff. Yeah. So what are your thoughts here? I mean, most of those juices, what are you doing is you're just causing your body to think that, I mean, I'm, I have nothing against juices in general and uh, doing like the, if you're just doing like a celery and uh, all the greens, no sugar, no apples, no, no nonsense in there. If it's super, if it's, uh, has no, non-existent sugar in there sure fantastic but most of those juice cleanses have like either pineapple or a lot of apples or this or that I'm just see no what's a um if you're choosing a juice uh don't choose it because it tastes good but it's more for those micronutrients and they have to be cold pressed they have to be drunk within 10 minutes of uh pressing them because they get all the vitamins get peroxidized so it's just it's just a lot of yeah i'm I'm actually not a huge fan of juicing in general yeah yeah yeah. well if you were okay like let's say you were gonna make a smooth or something along those lines for someone who like does enjoy like a smoothie or like does like something do you have a recommendation of something that would be good that would uh, a smoothie is, a, is a, a bit of a different different category i would say so that I, i'm a huge fan of i would throw i would throw in some uh coconut milk some berries because they're fairly uh, low in in sugars and carbohydrates. So frozen berries, uh, coconut milk, some sort of a natural sweetener, uh, usually cacao uh, or cacao and stevia or monk fruit, what have you. Blend it all together. Uh, put some, I mean, nuts and seeds. Some people don't react well to nuts and seeds. I usually I I do so um, that's one of the like a smoothie bowl where you're not really drinking it but chewing on it. That's the thing because we excrete so many enzymes while we chew, and when we drink our calories, we don't have a chance to produce those enzymes, and then a lot of us get bloated. So that's that's something that uh, that I would be aware of. Yeah, I've never been a big fan of like the drink your calories thing. I think it's yeah. so much more filling and nutrient dense to just eat whole foods that actually have all those like properties. Yeah. What is your grocery list look like? Uh, I can, I'll send it to you. <laughs> it's just very, very high quality. Everything when you think about it is like uh, our bodies are such sophisticated machines 
And we have been putting this hyper palatable nonsense into our bodies that have ultimately, we're only doing it because it's hijacked our taste buds, not because our body actually wants it. Like if you gave it to a child, uh, if you gave to like a child who's not conditioned to it, to like advertising and any other stuff, uh, for them to pick between, I don't know, like uh, some refined carbohydrate uh, with trans fats and other nonsense and actually a whole food, you'd be, they would always go for, for whole foods. No, like my nephew's three and he loves steak. Like we gave him this fake pirate money and we're like, what are you going to buy with your pirate money? And he's like, beef. <laughs> um, but my brother and sister-in-law, when he started switching from like breast milk to solid food, they one, they started with vegetables and I teach pediatrics in nursing school. And I tell my nursing students, that's like when I teach the nutrition aspect of it is when you're finally weaning off of breast milk and into solid foods, you should never give your baby or kid fruit first. Yeah. It should always be vegetables because it's like you're giving them dessert and you're again, like I like how you said hijacking the taste buds. That's like mm -hmm. such a great analogy for it, but it is because now all of a sudden if you've been giving them like mashed bananas and all this like really sweet yeah stuff. that's a lot of fructose that's a lot of fructose as well so that's even though it's fruit it's a it's a whole food technically right yet uh, it actually is sweet it is uh, more palatable than vegetables so giving them that spectrum of bitter flavors of as you said veggies and we can actually i mean it's a massive rabbit hole with the whole anti-nutrient debate i don't know if you guys but uh, again, it all depends. Uh, it all depends. And um, my stomach, my gut microbiome does not react to, to a lot of those. Some people's actually do. So it is that, you know, nutritional bioindividuality when it comes to knowing that biochemically we are, we are different. So adjusting to, to our needs, even though there is a one universal-ish way of eating, starting at least, starting with Whole foods, high quality, um, as close to their natural state as possible. If you just do that, then you're better off than 99% of the population. And then we can go into, into the weeds of the whole thing. So I want to go into the details of your program because I know you've developed this amazing program. And so um, for the audience who doesn't know, can we dive into the, that a little bit? Sure. Uh, so first of all, now I'm, we're actually in beta uh, testing it all out and we're going to roll out human optimization coaching that is going all in on biology, leadership, efficiency, and mindset. And we're going to start training coaches finally to pass it on and bring it to the world. So um, ultimately we're looking to have more optimized humans around us and in the world. We, because as I said, we're just not, not just, it's not just nutrition. It's not just, physical output. It's all of it. We're so multidimensional and I haven't seen any programs really covering our multidimensionality in depth. Also very surface level, but then if you have deeper knowledge on biology, how do we take care of our body? What, what are those check boxes that we need to check? Uh, and then there's more to it. It's like, how do we contribute to this world? What is our vision at the end of the day? It's like, what do you want to, where are you looking 10 years from now? It's like, what's the direction uh, that you're taking your life? So it's like if 
uh, neuro-linguistic programming, life coaching, uh, and high-performance coaching, and let's say uh, health coaching had a baby. That's, that's what <laughs> I like that, though, because no, not a lot of things address the whole individual with all these different components you mentioned. A lot of people are like, I do nutrition coaching, or I do like um, fitness coaching, or even like, okay, I'm your like life coach, but not – there's not really many programs designed to address you in entirety. Exactly. And that's, and that's a problem. That's what I was, because I, I went through so many of them. So I was learning from like the classics, the Jim Rohn, uh, Brian Tracy, I mean, Tony Robbins, Brian Bush, like all, all the uh, people in the, in the industry now and that came before us and they had, all of them had great stuff. But uh, it's like but having only one aspect. On the right, exactly. One, only one aspect. Or if it's multidimensional, it's not fully dimensional. It's not 360. So it's like, okay, I need to step up and develop something that is going to address every area of life. And uh, you're going to be able to take this path and repeatedly, because all my clients are able to actually now, if I just walk them through that for 12 weeks, I'm, very few of them stay because they're like, I have, I have a fr- framework. I know exactly what to do. If I just keep revisiting this every year or a few times a year, that's all I need. So who would you say is like your ideal client? Like who's someone that you feel like would be a good fit for your program? You see, my, my ideal client uh, is different from who's fit for the program <laughs> because uh, from, uh, really my ideal client is like a high-performing uh, entrepreneur who are looking to optimize and it's a never ending optimization. And we can dig even deeper into rabbit, into the rabbit holes of optimization. So those are super fun clients to work with, you know, whereas this program is geared to, I mean, human optimization and high performance is not just for entrepreneurs. It's not just for business owners. It's not just, it's for that single mom with two kids or three kids who's actually looking to say, what do I do for my body? How do I take care of my kids better? It's literally for everyone. Like we want to be better humans. I mean, I, I guess most of us do. I'm just, maybe I was just assuming projecting my stuff, you know? Uh, yeah, we definitely. Yeah. Yes. yes. Needed. Yes. Can you give three just really good general tips to the audience of how to optimize their life? Like just three general things that you think you can they can take away from this episode that would really help them. I would say the main thing for sleep. I would start with sleep number one because that's the lowest hanging fruit. As I said, uh, turning your phone off, having go to bed alarm, having those blue light blocking glasses, stepping outside in the morning, taking care of your circadian rhythm of your circadian biology. That's like a non-negotiable. Uh, that would be number one. Then number two uh, would be a mindset practice, mindset or meditative practice. Uh, something to, as I said, see things more clearly, see things as they are, not hypnotizing ourselves into what we want them to be. Uh, because once we are clear on what's happening in our inner world, we're able to change it. We're able to shift it. So that would be number two. And number three Definitely nutrition. Uh, food is food is medicine. Food is something that is just a non-negotiable and quality food. 
rather than being slaves to food, we should just use that as amazing fuel and amazing medicine that we can, uh, that is serving us, that is developing us. So those okay, would be so the three. I have another one. Okay, this is another topic that I just, okay. So first of all, um, I don't know if anyone has checked out your Instagram yet, but you are um, a very handsome man oh and gosh, shredded at AF. I'm like, oh my God. So, um, for those of us, you know, people who, who want to start a workout or, you know, workout wise, like as far as like, what do you do on the daily as far as like your workouts and what does that look like? Uh, you'd be surprised that I do not work out much at all because I'm moving all the time. So now I'm actually on a, on a silly challenge that I set out to, to do. It's, uh, we just made a bet that we're going to do 30 days of 10k every day so it's like 6.2 ish miles on a daily basis for 30 days but uh other than that like i that's that's just one of those crazy things that i get myself involved into otherwise i do not work out for more than uh, i would say two and a half maximum three hours a week lifting something heavy once a week that takes me about 45 minutes to an hour then doing something super explosive uh it's like 15 to 20 seconds all out with full recovery, either on the assault bike or uh, sprinting outside or hill sprints, what have you. So that's number two. Number three, something for my heart health. So that's one-to-one ratio, work to rest. You can start at three minutes, three minutes uh, at highest sustainable pace, three-minute rest, whether it's rowing, uh, running, biking, what have you. And uh, then doing some sort of a hit 20-minute high-intensity interval training. That's it. I like that's literally it. And when it comes to one of the biggest hacks for me personally is uh, Stretchly. It's an app on your computer that blocks a computer screen. I I have it set up for every 45 minutes where I have to step away from my computer screen, whether I'm walking on a treadmill or uh, I'm sitting down. I just do some kettlebell swings or uh, handstands or a few push-ups or uh, like a quick yoga flow because, again, Exercise is our supplement and movement is our food. So you're actually telling or doing this whole interview while you're walking on yeah, the treadmill. I love it. So how often do you walk and is it always treadmill or do you do like hikes or walking yeah. outside or what's your recommendations on just getting out, moving, walking? I'm fairly active uh, when it comes to walking and hiking, but uh, not as active as I like to be because here in Bali, like we're always going somewhere on a scooter. Because uh, there are not, not not that many walkways. I go on hikes from time to time, and uh, but that's why I have this treadmill workstation because I'm I'm able to get get those steps in while I'm working. I'm actually more productive. My productive output is increased while I'm walking. So um, I would say I rack up about fifteen ish thousand steps a day, uh, maybe more. Yeah, it's interesting. I um I listened to Ed Milet's podcast and one of the great profound things that he sort of honed in on, which I agree with, is some of your best ideas as come to you when you're doing things, when you're active. And 100%. I agree with that. Like when I'm like working out or even in the shower, like when I'm doing something, I'm always like, oh my God, that's a great idea. And so then like, I just feel like doing things is, it really does produce that really good. It increases your productivity yeah, and creativity. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. I, I could not agree more with that because when I'm, for example, when I'm running, when I'm working out, that's when my gears are turning. Uh, yeah. When, I don't know who said that. When your body's moving, your mind is grooving. So that's, oh, that's so cool. 
that's a good one. I love that. Um, So we're just, I'm really fascinated by entrepreneurs. I'm really just, I don't know. I think it's a really interesting dynamic and people can, as far as your journey in entrepreneurship, can you take us through that a little bit? Like, what is that like for you? As I said, it was pretty organic because um, I was in the military. I was in a, at a corporate job uh, and I just kind of realized that, hey, I can do, I can help people with something that I'm passionate about. So um, realized that, hey, giving them the tools and helping people by actually helping people, what a crazy concept, isn't it? Uh, so uh, giving them the tools to make their lives better. So um, I started with coaching. I started with the brick and mortar business, uh, then transitioned into 100% online work with retreats that we host right now or not not currently because of the whole situation but uh, Post yeah. what? do you do the, retreats in bali yeah do you because we will come because we are coming <laughs> the, the high performance retreat.com that's oh that's okay we address every single area that's more health oriented you know we, we throw in uh leadership and mindset stuff that depends on our clientele if it's corporates uh it's more i guess leadership based uh but if it the last one that we hosted was completely health-oriented. So when you stepped away from the corporate world and corporate job, did you have people, like, doubting you or telling you, like, what are you doing? You're crazy. Like, you're not going to make it. I feel like everyone that pursues their passion and kind of strays away from traditional work life yeah. usually kind of faces some pushback or criticism. 100%. I mean – uh, there are always people on the internet, especially when it comes to, for example, advertising, Facebook ads, you know, that just uh, hate, com- hateful comments. And it's like, I, I mean, I just wish those people luck. That's it. Yeah. I'm sorry. If you have enough time to make a hateful comment, you need to get busy. You need to go do something productive with your life or, or reassess why you feel that way. Because, well, here's what I told someone the other day, even about just joining this podcast with Tori is, when people start to think you're crazy for your ideas being too big, you know you're doing something, something right. right. Yeah, that's that's absolutely true. Like Plus, you're the one that's you're believing in yourself enough to like walk away from things that may seem like a stable job or income and people if people think that you're crazy like to actually think you could su- succeed in that space, then you know that you're onto something because I don't know if it's just they don't have the balls to do it or what it is or to get out of their comfort zone. But to me, I feel like, yeah, if you're like actually willing to pursue something that seems crazy to the normal, and I say that in quotes, person, (laughs) then that means you're, you're have that drive to succeed. And you're probably around people who are not thinking big enough because that's another thing for most on my for the beginning of my like a personal development journey and my entrepreneurial journey, I was I was on my own. I'll be honest, I was completely on my own before I lived in Bali. Before I uh, found my tribe, I was I felt lonely. It was it was a very lonely journey. I'll be honest uh, with you. I didn't really have cl- uh, really close uh, friends who understood me hundred percent. It's like I had friends, right? But it's it was it was seeing them as a Thing to decompress rather than actually mastermind rather than actually uh, them helping me and uh, truly understanding that what I'm doing uh, exactly what I'm doing whereas now 
I'm only surrounded by people who meditate every day, who are uh, working through their past traumas, who are uh, doing something that is contributing to the world and their mission is bigger than themselves. So again, finding that tribe, uh, finding those people, whether like I, I, in the beginning, I actually, I paid for them because I was, I, I need a coach. I need a mentor who's going to take me from where I am to where I want to be because he's walked his stock. He's done that. So one of the things that one of the best investments that you can make is in yourself, which is usually in someone who is going to take you from point A to point B. So that's something that like I give back to the uh, community because I could only work with high level business owners and entrepreneurs and charge them uh, crazy, crazy fees, which they're going to pay. Uh, but I always make sure that the up and coming entrepreneurs, I reserve a few spots, a few um, hours of my week on a weekly basis uh, where they're still paying for it yet. It's, it's significantly less. And because one of the things uh, that I don't know who said this, but uh, it really stuck with me. Once they pay, they pay attention. So <laughs> actually having that uncomfortable investment uh, to make in yourself, sometimes the transformation is in, uh, in the investment as well. Sometimes like, I don't know, the older I get, the more I kind of have to trim the fat of the people in my life that are not adding value. to value to my life. It's not worth it, guys. Is it really not worth it? Uh, like uh, it's, if it's not conducive to your mental health and you, if you're not, again, like family members, sometimes like we make exceptions and all that stuff. But I stopped doing really that too in 2020. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I started. Yeah, you don't have to sacrifice. You don't have to sacrifice yourself. Man. There are people out there. Again, it's sometimes it's difficult to believe once you're in it. I always say that it's um, difficult to read the label when you're inside of the bottle. So that's why you need to find those people who are going to read, help you read that label from the outside and tell you that, hey, this person is toxic in your life. And people who are not afraid to tell you stuff that is uncomfortable. That's something that we avoid quite a bit, those uncomfortable conversations. And that's where that power lies. That's where the challenge is. So uh, I really, when people actually disagree with me, because I'm, I'm quite, uh, like my stature uh, is intimidating to some people. I'm like six, seven. Um, and, oh. uh, I didn't realize you're that tall. Yeah, Jeez. So, so, so people um, are afraid to tell me the uh, the things as, as they are, it's like a primal thing. I think it's a primal reaction. So when, once I have people who are actually very direct and step up to my bullshit, uh, because I, I also have blind spots. Every single one of us have blind spots. So once they step up to my bullshit, it's like, I like you. I want you to be, uh, you're going to be my friend or a partner in the other case. You know? <laughs> yeah. But thank you so much. Oh this has been like so educational just for us. So I know our viewers are going to have a ton of value. Selfie squad is going to love this. Oh, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> so pimp yourself out. Yeah, yeah. Where can everybody Where can find, find you? you? Uh, the easiest um, is Instagram. Human.optimized. 
And uh, that's where I post a lot of, a lot of lessons uh, on high performance, on human optimization, whether it's our health optimization or mind or body, like just everything. Um, everything and, that I'm- um, I have to say, it's like eye candy. So everyone, please go see, <laughs> go look at his Instagram because you will just, uh, I mean, I melted. So there's that. <laughs> oh, God. I was like, You're oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yes. Where where else can everyone find you? Yeah, so that's that's the easiest uh, easiest way. Uh, then, uh, the high performance retreat dot com. That's where our live events go. So it's going to be not just in Bali. We're trying to make it uh, make something happen in Tulum and then Europe possibly as well in the future. So that's going to be that. Uh, then vipassanaonline.com because I really believe in that mission and my colleagues are uh, putting it together and the mission is to have 80 million people meditating because that's about 1% of the world and it has this uh, what it's called the Maharishi effect so uh, that actually decreases crime decreases uh, violence in the world so the more meditators we have and the more people we have who can actually see things clearly and um, yeah Make the world a better place. Yeah. 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 Yeah, That's fabulous. Oh my gosh. Thank you so much for coming on. We really appreciate your time. I know. I love everything I learned today. I know. I do too. Very valuable info. Appreciate you guys. Thank you for having me. And I hope to have this yes yes part two okay well and keep us in mind for when you do if you do any trips because we actually we would totally we're all about the travel life and retreats. And I like cannot that, wait so. to travel again. Amazing. Yeah, that would be, that'd be so much fun. All right. Well, thank you so much, AJ. Thank we you. appreciate it. Pleasure. All right, you guys. Thank you so much for listening. We hope you took away some awesome tips from today. I'm going to be transforming my life for sure. Oh, I say that yes. every week. One little thing at a time. Um, You're going to need a salt rock lamp at your bedside. All right. All right. Okay. Um, All right, you guys, you know, you can find us over on Insta. That's at C-E-L-L-F-I-E underscore podcast. You can find all of our episodes and merch on www.selfiepodcast.com. We have a brand new pen, you guys, that we are giving out in our swag bags. Yes. So we have Selena pens still. Yeah. But now we have our new updated lips logo pins coming in. So they've been ordered. They're in route. So if you... Leave us a review and drop your IG handle in there. We will send you out a swag bag with stickers and badge reel and a pin. Yeah. And also, we love seeing all your pictures and the merch, you guys. This has been so fun to see you guys in your hats and your sweatshirts. And we just we just love seeing it. So appreciate you. We love you. And thanks for being part of the selfie squad. Yeah. And we also have our vaccinated AF mask. If you would like to head over to Brave Gowns, we have those listed over there. And make sure you're following us on our Insta. That's at Nurse Tori. And at Hey Samantha with two A's. And we'll catch you guys next week. Next week. Bye. Bye. (laughs) Why do we do that every time? Every time. Bye. Bye. Bye.